This is WWJ All Local. The University of Michigan football program has placed co-offensive coordinator Matt Weiss on leave while an investigation into alleged computer access crimes is conducted. We get more now live from WWJ, Charlie Langton. Charlie, what's going on? Yeah, good morning, Jackie. Yeah, we might get more information uh, this morning about the alleged investigation into that 39-year-old co-offensive coach for the University of Michigan football team, Matt Weiss. The only thing we know is that he is being investigated for, quote, computer crimes. We're not certain of the exact focus of the investigation. However, it is being conducted by the University of Michigan uh, police at this point in time. They searched Weiss's home on January 10th as well as his office at Schembechler Hall for possible criminal activity and the dates that they are giving is between December 21st and the 23rd. Now Weiss told the Detroit News that he is knowledgeable of the investigation and is fully cooperating with authorities. Weiss is on paid leave and he'll continue to make his $850,000 a year salary. Now, this investigation is completely different and separate from an NCAA investigation into alleged recruiting violations by the University of Michigan. Reporting live, Charlie Langton, WWJ News Radio, 950. Authorities in Macomb County still searching this morning for the suspect who robbed a Huntington Bank yesterday afternoon. Happened shortly before 3 at the bank's Washington Street location in New Baltimore. Police have released photos of the suspect. He's a white man with light brown hair and a thin build. He's believed to be between 19 and 22 years of age and wearing a Jiffy Lube uniform. Uh, Police say the man implied he had a weapon during the robbery, but a weapon wasn't seen. Events will be held across the state today to call on Michigan lawmakers to place a priority on gun violence legislation. Jonathan Gold, president of Giffords Gun Owners for Safety of Michigan, says holding press conferences statewide was important to them as the issue of gun violence is a universal problem. This is an issue that affects everybody, whether it's in a rural community or an urban community, whether it's in a suburb community or, 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 uh, I don't know, or a farming community. Gun violence affects everybody. Gold says backers of gun violence legislation believe that for the first time there's a majority of representation in state government that wants to take a stand on gun safety issues. On top of a $98 million federal government grant to revamp Mound Road, millions more now on the way to help get the project completed. WWJ's Mike Campbell live. Mike? Another $2.5 million is expected to be coming from the federal government to help complete the Mound Road Detroit Arsenal Connector Project. Jonathan, that's uh, about a five-mile stretch, really, along Mound Road. And according to officials, it uh, includes a whole bunch of businesses as well as jobs. 200,000 jobs are tied to it and uh, uncounted money, but uh, upwards of uh, uh, millions of dollars that are tied to it, uh, $8 billion, in fact, in earnings from that road. And that's been a road that has had a problem as far as uh, its upkeep goes, but they've been working on it for years, and that $2.5 million is part of that $98 million to redo that road that is home to the Detroit Arsenal, General Motors Tech Center, BAE's, BAE Systems, General Dynamics Land Systems, and Stellantis and Ford Plants, just to name a few up and down that stretch. We'll get more information at a meeting this uh, later this morning. Reporting live, Mike Campbell, WWJ News Radio 950. 
The cousin of missing East Point teen Zion Foster is once again a free man, having been released from custody less than one year after being sentenced for claiming that he threw her body into a dumpster. 23-year-old Jalen Brazier had initially been sentenced to between two to four years in prison last March for lying to police. Detroit Police Chief James White says despite this development, the investigation into Foster's disappearance remains active. Members of this department volunteered their entire summer to dig at a literal dump site and look for her. That case is, is still wide open. We think we've got a strong suspect for that case. There's a lot of work to be done, and um, we're going to continue to do that work. Without Foster's body, the case against Brazier remains especially challenging. Brazier ultimately spent less than 10 months behind bars. The city of Westland has a new mayor, and as WWJ's Aaron V reports, he's no stranger to the city and the community. City Council President Pro Tem Michael Landau will now serve in the role until November when an election will take place. The Westland native taking over as CEO of the city from Bill Wild, who he says has given him his blessing. One of the traditions in the White House is the, the outgoing president always leaves a, a nice note or letter for the new president coming in. And I found a very similar uh, message for me, a nice card from the mayor. Landau saying one of the many things he wants to address when he hits the ground running the police and first responder shortage. It's really a really challenging market right now for for these professionals. So, you know, look to, you know, look at some what some other cities are doing and look at our books and see what we can do to attract and retain and recruit some of the best and brightest. Londo says also on his radar, recreation and park amenities. He says during COVID, people were cooped up and telling him now. Outdoors is the only place to be. Aaron V, WWJ News Radio 950. Staffing shortages at hospitals, increasing patient wait times, and changing how folks are cared for. Tressa Gardner is Executive Medical Director at American Physicians Partners, which oversees the emergency rooms of nearly 30 McLaren and Ascension hospitals across Michigan. She says hospitals are treating fewer patients, but staffing shortages have dramatically increased the amount of time it takes for a patient to be transferred from the emergency room to a bed in the hospital. What we are seeing as an industry across the nation, not just here in Michigan, is the lack of um, staffing. And and just, you know, perhaps we may not have the same number of volume, that, that as much volume as we had pre-COVID, but we definitely don't have the same number of staffing either. Gardner says before the pandemic, it would take a patient four to six hours to go from the ER to a bed. That's now risen to four to 36 hours to be transferred. She says even though wait times are up, patients can still get the care they need in the ER. Luke Sloan, WWJ News Radio 950. A lawsuit has been filed by the city of Detroit's police and fire retirement system against Vince McMahon, the chairman of the World Wrestling Entertainment. The pension board has about $100,000 invested in the WWE, and some members aren't happy that McMahon, who stepped down as chairman during an investigation into alleged sexual misconduct, is now back in that position. The class action complaint filed by the pension board alleges that after McMahon left the company in July, he used his controlling interest to fire three board members, change the bylaws, and take his position back. Well, a much-touted relationship between Ford and Volkswagen appears to be fading. Back in 2019, the two companies announced plans to work together to develop electric and self-driving vehicles. The Argo AI automation venture was cut in the fall, and now that Ford has put out some European EVs on VW's platform, Ford says that effort is winding down as well. Ford says that saved them about two years of development time, but the technology itself was only transitional. Jeff Gilbert, WWJ, News Radio 950. 
for the latest news plus traffic and weather together on the 8th. Tune to AM 950. Follow WWJ on our Odyssey app or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950.